We welcome to the program once again, State Representative Randy Fry for his weekly update on what's going on at the State House. Good morning to you, Randy. Good morning, Tom. Are you adjusted yet to daylight savings time? Um, I have not noticed any uh, any issues, of course, but then uh, some people would say I'm usually in a fog anyway, so no big deal, I guess. <laughs> That's pretty good. Yeah, well, it's, it's pretty early, Tom. Indeed it is. So, uh, yeah, I guess in a couple of days I'll, uh, we'll find out here. But uh, uh, nevertheless, the uh, state uh, legislative session uh, rolls on. And uh, uh, one bill in particular that the House is considering, Randy, is uh, Senate Bill 176 uh, dealing with small cell nuclear reactors. Tom, we heard this bill last week in the Utilities Committee, uh, of which I'm a member and if your listeners aren't familiar, small cell nuclear reactors are far smaller than what you used to see and still see in these large nuclear power plants. A small cell nuclear reactor can be encased in about 50 feet of concrete, and it requires very little maintenance. And it is uh, a source of generating power. It uh, can heat water, of course, to hot enough to create steam, and steam is how we generate most of our electricity, even a coal-fired plant, heats the water with the coal to make the steam to turn the turbines. So this is uh, just one more option that we have going forward of how uh, we want to uh, uh, generate electricity. And you know, Tom, years ago when we first started hearing about nuclear power plants, one of the big problems that we had was what to do with the waste. Uh, you couldn't basically do anything with it. It was going to be here for the rest of the time. And now they've uh, determined a way that they can recycle uh, this uh, nuclear waste. So these facilities require very little maintenance, but when they do, they can, even the waste from them can be recycled. So um, you can tie several of these together and, uh, and begin to generate the kind of electricity that you generate from a power plant. So these are uh, far uh, different uh, than what the older nuclear power plants were. Uh, and seem to be uh, a, a reasonable option going forward to generate electricity. And uh, where is that uh, bill stand in the House right now, Randy? It's on third reading today, Tom, and third reading is where the merits of the bill is debated and it'll be voted on. If the bill is voted on, uh, it could go to the governor for his signature. I'm not aware of whether it was amended or not. If it was amended, it'll have to go to conference committee. If it wasn't amended, it could then go to the governor for his signature. Understanding that we're in the second half of session now, and this bill already passed the Senate, and it's in the House. Once the bill passes the House, if it passes in identical form, then it would go to the governor for his signature. If it was amended, it'll have to wait till the end of session for conference committee where the differences are worked out. But uh, I, I don't see this bill having any problem. If there was an amendment, it probably was something just to refine the bill a little bit, and uh, the senator would sign off on it. So that that kind of thing, this isn't one of those kind of bills that struggle. And then uh, also, uh, Randy, Senate Bill 114, uh, this is uh, regarding um, multifamily residential property. And uh, uh, I understand it's uh, supposed to uh, revise the uh, Indiana Code provisions and so forth. It does, Tom. But this bill came out of bad actors uh, in apartment complexes. And we had one last year in Indianapolis, but we've had more than one around the state. And what happens is uh, renters, people who live in apartment complexes, uh, sometimes their uh, water utilities are part of their rent. And so when you pay your rent, uh, you're basically paying your water bill. 
And in this case, the apartment complex did not pay the water company. So after a certain period of time, the water company said, we have to shut your water off, and they shut the water off to the building. Well, you can't have that, you know? <laughs> you can't have people living in an apartment complex without running water, flushing their toilet or taking a shower or even fire protection for that matter. And so, um, but the, it was no fault of the renter. They paid their water bill. It was the bad actor who owned the facility who didn't pay the water company. And so this bill says that if you are one of those bad actors, we will set your building up in a receivership and we'll sell it for you. And we'll pay the, uh, the water bill out of the proceeds from whatever we get from your building. So it's designed to be um, leverage on a, um, a bad actor to say, you better pay the water bill or you're not going to have your building. Uh, we'll sell it. So just doesn't happen very often. Most, you know, most um, business people are very good people and, and do a great job. But once in a while, there's a bad actor. And so that's what's resulted in this bill. And is uh, this, um, where does this uh, stand right now? Is this also uh, set for third reading? That bill will be on third reading today, as correct. Uh, it passed committee as well on uh, uh, last Wednesday, last Tuesday, I'm sorry. And so it's on third reading. It was on second reading on Thursday, and it'll be on third today. There's only three bills today on third, and I think 10 or so on, se on second reading. So today won't be a long day on the floor, but, um, but it will begin to ramp up as we go through the week. And then uh, Senate Bill uh, 477, uh, this has a lot of uh, layers to it. And uh, can you kind of uh, oh, uh, yeah. Yeah, peel back the mm -hmm. onion on this, uh, the uh, layers, the uh, skin of the onion on this one? Well, this, is, this may take a minute, Tom. This, sure. is, this bill is one of the, the bills that um, uh, I consider probably one of the most important bills that will pass this year, uh, other than maybe the budget. Uh, Senate Bill 477 uh, comes to us from Senator Bush. Uh, again, it's a Senate bill, and it's already passed the Senate. And uh, Representative Ethan Manning is the, as the House sponsor. What this bill does is it builds on a bill that we had back in 2020, and that was Senate Bill 197, that targeted uh, certain telecom companies designated by the FCC as a threat to communication services. That law prohibited state and local funds from purchasing equipment or services from companies designated by the FCC list as uh, threats to the United States security. Tom, a lot of times I will get messages, emails, uh, phone calls from concerned citizens um, that want me as a state representative to do something to improve our national security. And most of the time we can't do it. They're, I'm not a federal official, and so very difficult. But in this case, we are doing something for national security. Uh, and these prohibited persons that uh, we talked about, it provides that a prohibited person is a citizen of China. North Korea, Iran, or Russia, or a company affiliated with such a person also allows the governor to designate other countries as threats to critical infrastructure. So here's what this bill does. It, it uses our existing definition of critical infrastructure, power plants, dams, transportation facilities, certain manufacturing locations, but adds military installations, and it prohibits entities from entering into an agreement related to critical infrastructure if the company or party to the agreement would be able to remotely control or access the critical infrastructure um, by cy a cyber security system and it is owned or controlled by a citizen of China, Iran, North Korea, Russia, or other country designated by the governor. I know that's a mouthful. I'm 
apologize to your listeners, but this is a very important bill. And what this bill says is we are not going to allow those who want to do harm to the United States, and in this case, the state of Indiana, to own or control property that's critical infrastructure defined in this bill. And it also defines who we think these uh, countries are, but gives the governor the ability to add additional countries if there are additional countries we believe are threats to the United States. The bill also adds a prohibition from persons purchasing or leasing land in Indiana that is adjacent to a military installation. Uh, that's been a problem. Texas had a problem with it, and uh, um, North Dakota as well. And so um, we want to uh, we want to tighten things up. We want to protect Hoosiers. We want to protect the United States citizen uh, from uh, those who would do us harm. And uh, so I think you can see uh, one. I'm very excited about this bill. Uh, it's going to be heard in my committee uh, this morning. My, I chair the Veterans Affairs and Public Safety Committee. The bill will be up today uh, in my committee, and, uh, um, at, and that's at 1030. Um, and uh, you can watch online if you'd like by going to the Indiana General Assembly webpage, and uh, you can take a look at the bill and uh, see the testimony, listen to the testimony. It's going to be very important. I'm co-author on this bill. I believe in it that much, and um, frankly, I'm extremely concerned about our national security right now, and I think this is something that the state of Indiana can do about it. All right. Well, State Representative Randy Fry, we appreciate your time this morning. Stay well, and uh, look forward to talking to you again uh, next week. Thank you, Tom. Don't adjust your radio. The sound that you hear is your stomach. You're having trouble focusing. You can't recall your last meal. You're trapped in the hunger zone. The solution, Batesville to go. Let to go deliver a hot, fresh meal to your home or office whenever hunger strikes. To go delivers the best food from local restaurants. Visit us online at togodelivers.com or call us at 812-727-8800. Batesville to go. Big city convenience, small town taste.